Hey everyone, Kwame here, and welcome to 8-Minute Idea. I was recently reading a marketing self-profile written by an acquaintance I've known for many years and work with quite closely. At a certain point in the text, where they described how they became interested in the kind of work they do, I thought I had found a typo in the text. Now, I just said that they described how they had become interested in the kind of work they'd been doing recently. And you probably think I was using the common singular form of they or their, as we do when we say, somebody forgot their phone in the theater, we should announce where they can pick it up so they don't worry. But that's usually used when we refer to an unspecified person, failing which we generally say he, him, she, or her. But this was different. This was a specific person writing about themselves, and the non-binary they was the personal pronoun they'd chosen. It took me a minute to understand, but once I did, two things occurred to me. One, that this was the first time I had encountered this choice of pronoun by a person in my life. And two, that in all the time I had known the person, I had never known this facet of their identity. Until that moment, pronoun preference is something I'd been only peripherally aware of. The brilliant hedge fund manager Taylor Mason in the Showtime series Billions is written in this way and played by an actor, Asia Kate Dillon, who happens to identify in this way too. I've also noticed pronoun declarations in professional profiles in email, on social media, and in video conferences. And while I know that the spectral nature of gender identity isn't new, I do find it interesting how its presentation in modern media and the wider spread adaption, adoption, and creation of words to describe it have contributed to its perception, at least in my mind, as a contemporary cultural phenomenon. It's not, but it was new to me. What particularly struck me was just how long I had known the person without knowing this about them. So what, I hear some of you ask? People work and live together for decades and still discover that they don't really know people in their lives. What I'm interested in is figuring out on a deeper level why, and to answer that question in the case of my acquaintance, I came up with three questions to do with identity and authenticity. One, had they only recently become aware of their gender identity? Two, had they only recently taken the decision to be authentic about it in public? Or three, had they all this time not considered it essential to be authentic about it with me. Having benefited from several years of therapy, I've always considered knowing, being, and ideally accepting oneself to be pretty fundamental to mental health. It's something adults in teaching or mentorship roles say all the time. Be yourself. Do you, they say, because they know, in principle, that being seen and accepted as we see ourselves carries great potential for inner harmony. But after the experience I just described, it occurred to me that the well-meant encouragement, be yourself, might just be a complicating oversimplification. After all, 
Are we really ever exactly the same with everyone we encounter? Don't most of us, just for the comfort of coping, sometimes venture outside our core identity into a comfort zone of adaptation because it's energy efficient and sustainable? For example, in our relationships, if we're invested in their longevity, and in the workplace, if we want to keep our jobs. And when we do this, are we still being ourself? Professor James Ferron, in his paper, What is Identity as We Now Use the Word, suggests that identity is generally used today in two linked senses he terms social and personal. Social identity, he writes, refers simply to categories of persons marked by a label and distinguished by rules, deciding membership and alleged characteristic features or attributes. This is the sense employed when we refer to American, French, Muslim, mother, homosexual, worker, professor, or citizen as identities. Personal identity, on the other hand, is a set of attributes, beliefs, desires, or principles of action that a person thinks distinguish them in socially relevant ways, and that a. the person takes a special pride in, or b. the person takes no special pride in, but which so orient their behavior that they would be at a loss about how to act and what to do without them, or c. the person feels they could not change, even if they wanted to. What we can take away is that these definitions are fluid in themselves, and even more so in the space where personal and social identity overlap. So now, let's look briefly at the word authentic and its Greek origin. Orthos means self, while hentis means doer. Authentis is therefore the process of acting on one's own authority. So it turns out that authenticity isn't necessarily about being real, original, singular, or unchangeable after all. It's about being true to choice, or backing oneself, as the Australians say. So here's the point. Using thoughtful, modern, and precise definitions of the words identity and authenticity we may, I think, surmise that the answer to why we find ourselves in the dark about people we thought we knew is that we are all, to a certain extent, shapeshifters. Working with that ability rather than fighting it just means choosing which aspects of our identity complex are core for us, then defining a zone of social adaptation within which we still feel comfortable as representing ourselves, plural, and finally, empowering ourselves to move freely across that space. It is this final self-permitting step which makes the entire identity complex authentic while allowing it to change over time, as we do. When we do this right, we can, on our own authority, embrace the experience of identity not as a rigid, singular self to be judged by others or even ourselves, but as a range of selves which integrates our unique self-defining ideals, our life roles, 
and our ways of adjusting to reality. And that's your 8-Minute Idea. Thanks for listening to this 8-Minute Idea. Please subscribe or follow if you enjoyed it and look out for new episodes coming weekly. Till next time.